0: This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to FubarRadio.com for more details. Back row and chill. With Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio.
1: Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, evening. What is Lord it? Lord
0: Jesus, I'm
2: back in He's this motherfucker. Back.
1: In the building. Yes. I've missed you.
2: I've missed you. You've been babe. away. you are traveling the world. You know how I roll. I know.
1: You've been off. Off,
2: I've... man. You've been holding the fort. You've been doing brilliantly.
1: I've been holding it down. Holding it down on know. Seriously, I think I've just about got control these buttons now. And
2: now I'm here to fuck it all up
1: exactly.
2: again. Yeah,
1: exactly. Great. Great. So, how have you been? Where have you been?
2: I've been in Toronto Film yeah. festival. Um not watching any films, although I should have seen loads. You look great by the way. Schmoozing. What the fuck's been going on here? You look fantastic.
1: I think I would dye my hair, I did my nails.
2: Fantastic. Yeah. And and then I was in in Dublin filming something secret. I can't oh, tell God, you. Zoey yeah, yeah. saw Yeah, yeah. Check my Instagram, guys, at 9 o'clock. Um, and then you know wheeling and dealing man producing shit here, and doing stuff and now I'm back
1: now yeah, you're back everyone well we've had a great couple of shows but I, I am glad that you're back with us um, if you've got any questions for Noel please just tweet in at Radio or email chill at com.
2: yeah what she said
1: we'd like to hear from you we've got a really jam packed show I don't show really today. care about
2: hearing about you from you but send them in well, I
1: want to hear from the people I like the people.
2: I love the people too, but I'm
1: indifferent. (laughs) And we've got a jam-packed show today. We've got some pretty cool guests. We've got Dot Brown coming in again. Dot Brown
2: up in this motherfucker. He
1: came in before, but we didn't get to give him the full amount of airspace that I'd like to give the Doctor of Brown. Um, So he's coming in. We've also got the directors of a film, Who's Gonna Love Me Now? It's playing at the... Oh, have you seen
2: it? I have seen it. Oh, I've right. done some homework, bitch.
1: You've done your homework. Yeah. 10 points to you. Yeah. Um, we've got, I've got uh, two new games that I'm going to play with you. Fantastic. And Doc, which I've got a new
2: game to play with you that I oh. learned in Toronto as well.
1: Okay, let's play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued um, So yeah It's going to be a great show uh, Stay tuned um, I think we're going to go To our first song so we're going to start off Do it It's Friday night So let me see Which one I want to go for I'm going to go for A bit of Ray Charles
2: Okay Go for Ray Charles Ray Charles,
1: Charles. Uh, Which was I saw I saw a film this week uh, It's an old school VHS um, film this
2: is a film show So hopefully it's you've been I saw films.
1: The Dream Team Have you ever seen that? No Okay, it's a um, it's Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and Christopher Waltz. No, not Christopher Waltz. Walken. Christopher. No, Christopher Waltz. Got it
2: right. Christoph Waltz.
1: No, no, no. Ah, um,
2: Christopher Walken.
1: Chris, mm, the guy who plays the doc in <laughs> Back to the Future.
2: Oh. um... Yes, what's his name? Christopher Lloyd.
1: That's the one Aunt Lloyd. Professor. I knew it was a Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's them. It's an old 80s like classic, and it's a fantastic film about four uh, mental patients who they go on a day trip to a b- basketball game oh. um, or a baseball game, even in the 80s. A and they, sport. They lose their doctor, they lose their carer, and they go on I this. I think I've seen that. And know. oh, they, it's got a great soundtrack, and it really inspired me well, so. This
2: is a film show, and it's what we do educate you about exactly.
1: films. Exactly. So let's get a bit Rachel. Charles, start the show, and we're going to be back with our first guest on Back Row and Chill. coming back and I love that tune so um, what was your highlight for Toronto Film Festival
2: well Toronto Film Festival obviously one of the biggest festivals in the world we had what? we had uh, we had Brotherhood out there obviously oh, yeah. uh, Brotherhood was in the festival did very very well um, and really showed that you know you, you always hear that these films don't play to international audience but actually you had a very big audience out there we filled three screenings of a thousand seats um, and United Kingdom was there as well you, you oh, met yeah, Emma yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago and Arnold was with us and essentially you know, Toronto, for those guys who don't know this is a film show, as I keep reminding you for those guys who don't know, Toronto, one of the biggest film festivals celebrates films for all around the world they get entered in, you get to see loads of different films I didn't see any because I was working mm. uh, doing loads of meetings but essentially it was a really, really great festival and anyone who's wanting to work in film, if you ever get into film, I think Toronto is definitely the festival to visit and right now we have yeah. London Film Festival is on.
1: Yeah, it's it's cracking on. Like I go past the embankment, they're building this massive cinema on the embankment to show yeah. all the films, and I can see it being erected. And uh, erected,
2: I bet you can see yeah, being I can, erected. I, I can it. see that. Doesn't surprise me, mm-hmm. Joanna. Right? Did you know? <laughs> did you know that yesterday at the London Film Festival, the BFI released a whole bunch of stats about uh, from their program Black Star about uh, diversity, and anyone who hasn't seen that should look at Screen International links in and look at that. But the news was. Mm. Um, it talked about black actors that had led films okay. and you know in the top 10 films that feature black actors three of my films are in there and also the the actor the black actor who's been in the most leading roles in this country they called him prolific of all time was me weirdly how fucked is that right.
1: prolific me
2: yeah well see I don't well, know whether to be proud because it's me or, it, or is it a disgrace because it is me because it should be a lot of people it should be a lot of people Ooh, and it's not
1: right well yeah well wasn't that thing i think i saw something that you post on your facebook it was like 60 percent.
2: that's the yeah so you didn't read the article click the article
1: and uh, no i didn't i didn't she
2: didn't she didn't read the article this is my facebook friend here johanna james who doesn't actually read the things i put up just looked at the headline
1: i wanted to but i've been a bit busy today i've been i've been off interviewing and doing things doing prep i've been working
2: i've missed you you know
1: I, I miss you too.
2: right let's get on with it
1: right uh we've got our first guest coming in so we're gonna speak to him in a moment I think he's in the studio hello blah, blah. Um so I think we're gonna go for our second song because I'm feeling I'm feeling the music so what have I got oh okay
2: guys what has she been playing while I've been away someone email me and let me know he's let
1: me go mad I'm gonna
2: come back with some some proper tunes in the next couple of weeks don't worry <laughs> about it
1: okay well maybe you like okay, you might like this one I've been looking up um all the different, well, top top movies and top soundtracks from different movies. Great. Um, so I've got like a wide selection today. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go for a bit David Bowie.
2: Jesus Christ, at the Okay. the moment. I will, guys, I will save you. Hashtag I will save you. No will save you. I I've promise. got good
1: stuff. I've got salt and pepper and Krypton Conan coming up later. I'm doing a nice oh, okay, wide okay. variety. Maybe. Okay, that there might be hope. That might be hope. <laughs> No, OK, this is uh, David Bowie Golden Years, which was used in the film A Night's Tale, and actually probably many others. It's yeah. a proper classic. So. And we
2: do love David, by the way.
1: We do love a bit of Bowie. I do miss him. bit of British, yeah. Not as much as
2: I miss you, but I miss oh, him. Oh,
1: thanks, babe. All right, OK, we're going to grab our first guest, and this is David Bowie Golden Years.
3: You
4: know,
0: you're a paradox, because... <laughs> You engage on an extraordinarily intimate and personal level, but but it's only that far. It's only as far as you know, you, really as you let it go. I'm, I'm and so, not, so as someone in that. a relationship, I always felt outside
4: of that, and and I wanted to be inside of it. And you wouldn't let me in. There were there were times like when we were making love, I couldn't get you to look me in the eye. And as soon as I got my diagnosis, the first thought that came into my head. Who's going to love me now?
1: Who's going to love me now? Okay, that was a soundbite from the new documentary, Who's Going to Love Me Now? And we have the co-director and producer of that documentary in the studio, Alexander Bodinsafir.
5: That's how you pronounce it? Yes? Oh, yes. Well, I, just, done.
1: I just say with confidence something and well hope it's right. <laughs> I
2: just go, hey, man. I'm hey, not gonna say hey dude. I'm just like, yo, bro. You?
1: Alex (laughs) Welcome, welcome, thanks for coming on the show. So your documentary it's being shown at the London Film Festival.
5: It is, it is, yep. At the
1: present. Um, This weekend in fact. Oh, this weekend. Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah. What and time? Time?
2: Time? Tell tell people the time. So it's going to be
5: at Hackney Picture House at five fifteen on Saturday, and at nine fifteen in the evening. If you want a late show on Sunday night at Leicester Square View, oh, nice. there will be a Q and A afterwards if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, with um, me and um, the Israeli filmmaker, one of the Israeli filmmakers uh, who's come over especially for it. And yeah, um, come along.
2: Great. And let me just uh, let me just. I mean, this is powerful stuff. Let me just say something to 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 the listeners because obviously our, our show has a probably has a certain demographic that may think oh man documentary oh gay people and all that and let's not lie that's kind of the demographic of the show you know i think people that do listen to this show that hopefully i and Jahan have educated you know, these are things you need to watch. These are things you have to go and see, you know, to educate yourself about the world and about life and about what people go through. So, you know, I'm going to hand over to you for you to say more, but I just want you guys to, you know, take things seriously. You know, we, we, we put things on this show so that, you know, everyone that emails in and says, I want to get into film, I want to do this. You, you're understanding that there's many complexities and many things in film and documentary and life, and, and this is why you're here to learn. Over to you.
5: And actually, you know what, I mean... Oh, gay films! Oh, documentary. That, that that was me not so long ago. Yeah, um, and um, I swore I'd never make a documentary film, mm. um, and I and I I never anticipated I'd make anything. To <laughs> tell
1: it. us, tell us what it's tell us what it's about. Yeah, just the premise of. Yeah, tell
2: uh, us what it's about for the uh, for the listeners before, and then tell us that story there because I think I, I really want them to understand
5: what this is about. Sure, I mean it's about it's about life. It's about the pursuit of finding a family and finding a home. It's about a Israeli man um, who's gay and HIV positive and is thrown out from his family because of his sexuality. Mm. Um, and he comes to London and he discovers a life that he never knew existed, and he joins the London Gay Men's Chorus. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if you're gonna find a family that's gonna accept you, there is no better family <laughs> than <laughs> the <laughs> Gay Gay <laughs> London Gay Men's Chorus. Than a um, and, um, and then the universe threw him a curveball, as the universe sometimes does, and the opportunity to reconcile with a family that he really thought he'd never see again. Um, and our film is five years following that kind of reconciliation process, mm-hmm. or not reconciliation, you know. Um, and really it's, it's a testament to, I mean, it, you talk about gay film, you talk about documentary, this for me is not a gay film, this is a film. Yeah. This is a story. No, and, 100%, and, and I'm just talking from the way
2: some of our, no, our sure. listeners would, uh, would respond.
5: Listen, I, um, I'm a straight man who fell in love with this story and um, I didn't expect to, um, to to that at all. Yeah. Um, what happened was, uh, some friends of mine said, look, we want some help making a film. Um, We've got this guy, we want you to meet him, we want you to do a bit of filming, just a couple of days. And I said, I'm working on a feature film, I'm writing something, I don't have time. And they yeah. said, look, half an hour <laughs> for a drink. Yeah. And when you see this film, you'll understand that half an hour with Sa, the, the, the lead character, turned into three hours. Can and imagine. I didn't want to leave, he had to throw me out. <laughs> and, um... And it's just because his, he's captivating, and his story is, is is just so engrossing. And it's not a gay story. I mean, it has gay elements in it, but I mean, it is a universal story about family, yeah. um, about about belonging, and something I think that everybody can relate to. It's one of the reasons why the BFI yeah um, came became involved. It
2: is, but yeah, it's about family essentially, and you know, regardless of you know the regardless of who or what you are, you know, it's about how your family re- can react to your choices and your lifestyle. You know, and, uh, it's very interesting, especially his brother. I was really surprised by his brother.
5: You know, the, uh, the older brother. Sure, sure. Really surprised by that. Listen, I mean, that family is phenomenal. And, and, and the other thing that I think is really important is dialogue. And, communication. Mm-hmm. and that's something that, you know, these guys have all got very, very different perspectives on life. And, yeah. and they don't always agree. But the fact that they can talk, the fact yeah. that they can actually have these conversations and put their points across yeah. and, and listen to each other. And it's not just waiting to talk. It's actually really listening to each other.
2: But that took a moment in itself. You know, there was, the, you know, there are moments in there when he says, you know, you didn't even know I was sick and then says i didn't even want to tell you because you because you don't listen so you know in the span of time those conversations start happening you know where the brother and the the wife come and say look we need to tell you something and you think okay well that's progress because before you weren't saying anything you were just talking at him angrily
5: whenever he turned up and that's five years worth of journey Mm. condensed into 84 minutes and
1: you've filmed over five years or wow that's why i love documentaries yeah it's like yeah. the f, eff- like well, there's effort in every film, but like that is like patience is the word, not effort. Patience.
5: And that, I mean, but that's 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 a dying art. That long form documentary mm. is something that doesn't happen so often because the mm. funding's not there for it. That's and, right. Uh, um, and and you know, I just came back from a um, a, a BFI. Um, filmmakers reception and um, they gave me a glass of wine so I'm going to sing their praises um, <laughs> I, think, I think I was supposed to be there you know? I think you probably were I, <laughs> yeah, I think me, too, me too. you were mm-hmm. meant to get a bag with some tea pig tea in it tea pig tea great some, I, I, oh. love, I love your tea how tea. British <laughs> the London
1: Film Festival gives you tea <laughs> not, only,
5: not only that it's popcorn
2: tea oh interesting how cool popcorn is that
1: popcorn tea everything's mm-hmm. getting popcorn flavoured now better
2: taste the popcorn if I drink it I'm assuming that I'm taking that from you you know you're, you're in my hood now so this is a hood show I'm robbing you of that popcorn I should not have tea. Um, (laughs) Popcorn
1: tea. They're having popcorn cocktails now. That's the trendiest cocktail to have. And and, and so,
2: for you, what was the real? What was the real crux of wanting to tell Sars Sars story? Because I mean, it is an amazing story from the uh, the men's chorus. Uh, I love when the dad just says, "I want to just call them a, a men's choir," and he says, "No, no, you have to call them by the proper name." And with then he makes London a point. Gay Men's Chorus. Yeah, London yeah. Gay Men's Chorus. And then the dad says, but why do you want to um, give the audience a reason to discriminate before they've even opened their ears? And although I agreed with Sarr in terms of the name, I thought, actually, that's a good point. You almost want them to go, this is brilliant, and then go, ah, boom. We're gay. And then see how they react, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: No, that's the reason I want to get involved. Because yeah. quite simply, they're these are all incredibly three-dimensional characters yeah. that we can all relate to and every single one, even when you don't relate to, you know, the crux of what they're saying, you understand where they're coming from. And Well, well
2: not, no, when, not when he says uh, he told me he was gay, I told him to take some pills. I didn't quite...
5: No. <laughs> but, but 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 you know what? By the end of it, Katri the father, yes, um, really goes on a journey. He does, and, you, and you've massively. got to That's, my, that. that's
2: kind of my favorite. If it yeah. was a movie, like I mean, it is kind of a, it is a movie. That's my f- the dad's stuff is my favorite stuff, man.
5: And you know what's crazy? Because we we spent days, weeks um, in the edit trying to you know work out who Katri was and and, yeah. and, and how to tell that story and. Um, and to their credit, the the, uh, the Heyman brothers were were adamant that we had to make him as three dimensional as possible. Yeah. And I come from a fiction background and and you know what? In in fiction we are we rely on these protagonists and because Antagonist. you could have made him a villain easily. You could have made him a, a proper villain, right? Yeah. And 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 it's all in the edit, you know, yeah. and, and you just cut a little bit here, cut a little bit there. And what's amazing is that we didn't. And and he still has that incredible journey. Yes, yeah, and, and, and it's I'll tell you something, it's screened in, in Israel.
6: Over oh, wow. the summer. Wow, and, how did they take
5: it? So, so in Israel, they are... Um, on the gay issue, they're actually quite progressive, but mm. HIV is still quite a taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it really pushed some boundaries. And what's amazing about it is that it's, it's really opened some people's eyes. But Katri, the father, yeah. has become a, 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 c- a proper celebrity because actually he he comes out as as a really fascinating role model of... Of dialogue and of change, and, and, and actually now. Because I guess he represents the regular man out there. He represents, I mean, he, he's certainly a, a certain kind of man out there, for yeah. sure. Mm. Um, but what's really amazing is that, you know, there, are, um, there was a screening um, in, in Jerusalem um, a few months ago where a um, religious girl came up and said, Look, I'm gay and I want to come out to my parents, but I don't know how to do it. Wow. And he welcomed her on stage and he said, Wow. First, he gave her a hug, yeah. which, which wasn't a given, given where he'd come from. And secondly, he said, you know, if you need my help, if you want me to come with you, I'm here for you. Wow. And and for that opportunity... Did you guys film that too? That was actually filmed, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: wow. That, it's yeah. got shivers. Man. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I was
2: like thinking, I hope they did,
1: man. No, yeah. of course.
5: And, and, and I think for me, the opportunity to work on a film that that isn't um, just entertainment, but it actually, you know, can change hearts and minds, mm-hmm. that it is part of, of a... Of a community and, and, and of a society changing their opinions and their, their way in which they, they, they view things it's an opportunity that you don't get very often as a filmmaker
2: Okay listen, I just got the, we just got this email in from um, someone who doesn't want to be named um, I've recently come out and this film sounds so good I haven't been accepted by everyone and I've been feeling like I don't belong, this guest in your words have given me some comfort that may
5: sound strange but thank you man amazing No, amazing so do me a favour totally and honestly yes um, if you can go back to them and I've got a comp ticket for them if if you're still
2: listening I'm guessing we have got your I'm guessing we. do we have the email yeah we have got the email so if you're still listening we're going to get you a ticket we don't have to you don't have to tell anyone but hopefully you'll you'll come down and watch it um, and we'll get the radio show to contact you and uh, I hope that this helps and uh, have you got any words for this uh, young person they haven't said if they're a boy or a girl
5: but do you have anything and say, I let you read that as well. Um amazing. I mean really all I have got goosebumps. Um yeah. come on down um and and you know what if, if you want to bring the family just as a as an opening Conversation starter. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I will, I've got tickets for you.
2: So, we sh- should we put your email in the email that we send Absolutely. back to the. Yeah, Absolutely. so there you go, yeah. man or, or girl. Hopefully, uh, you'll get to see this film and see how amazing it is. And, you know, don't, 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 don't feel like you don't belong for coming out. Every, everyone belongs. There's space for everyone on the planet, you know. So, just, you know, be you. That's the most important thing.
5: And hang in there. I mean, hang these, in there. these things change, it takes time for people to, um, to just readjust their perception. And, um, but you don't need to change, you but are cool. I feel yeah. that
1: there's been a there has been a shift in even just like looking at my friends and my friends parents and my parents generation um, in, the, in me growing up, they've shifted their thoughts patterns, which has been amazing to see, because initially, um, I think my parents and that whole generation that I anyone I knew at that age were way more reserved and conservative. And now they're so liberal
2: people didn't understand the Yeah, you know that was that was a thing and hopefully and people still don't people still don't film is one of the
1: best ways to to communicate that because everybody can sit and watch you know you don't necessarily have to be talking about it you can sit and absorb absorb it and then go "Mm," and think on it
2: so guys that is who's gonna love me now
1: yeah
5: and screening is, tomorrow in Hackney tomorrow in Hackney and Sunday um, at the Leicester Square Leicester View Square. at the Leicester Square View make sure you guys go and see it it is
2: very very powerful it is an amazing story and I, I loved it uh, and you will love it and there's some good music too
1: <laughs> and this one give you oh well thank you so much for coming on thank you guys um all the best of luck and right we're going to pop to our next song um we this is salt and pepper going back good to the 90s this thank is from God. can you guess where this was from it was in a film out this year one of my favorite films this year
2: uh no i don't deadpool deadpool ah
1: was it deadpool? It? i'm assuming it's push it no it's
2: shoop oh shoop oh, yeah. oh that was a good one shoop, i know shoop it? Shoop baby, shoop. yeah
1: okay let's go to that and uh, you're on back row and chill
0: grow and
1: chill. With Johanna James and Noel Clark on Foobar Radio. On the
2: FUBAR. Woo! The king is back. Listen, I'm just gonna check this. Listen, so we just got an email in from Peta, Peter, Peta, Peta, I Petra. think. Hey guys, Noel, you are back. Woo! Woo! Uh, I missed you. Well, Peta, I missed you. Oh, I'm interested in becoming a set designer. What tips can you give me? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Um Make shit. Yeah, start making shit and and go for it. Go for it. Uh, (laughs) The best tip, there are set designers that you can find that worked on films. Contact them. Don't be shy. They usually have their emails on IMDB, which is a website. Contact them and see if you can get some work experience. Mm. And uh, contact us when we do our next film and see if we can squeeze you in.
1: Because there's two ways to really sort of get into the industry. One is to go and train... Do, do a degree or a course or something yeah. in it um, and then the other is to start from scratch and just go as an intern and just give yeah. your time how on did the job. you
2: get into the industry Johanna James
1: well I started by going to I went to uni
2: ok now the, the, the real story that I want you to tell
1: well, this is what happened. I went, I went I went to uni and I trained in I trained in costume for film. Mm-hmm. And then I left uni my first film I, ever, I wanted to be an actress. And the first film that I ever did was working on Noel's film, Stories Twenty Four. Wow. And I was putting all the I was putting all the it was a horror film, so I was doing was all, the, horror all the films. So I hope you
2: guys are listening. So Johanna James was went to uni and then the first film she did worked on costume wise after her uni was Stories Twenty Four and then 5 years later here we are working to see it, this shit can happen this shit happens man but- but it was and in, you are an actress. You're in like two of our films now as well.
1: Well, it was funny how it happened. So I was on set and then it was lunchtime and everyone went off set at lunch. And then it was me, you, a couple of other people. We were playing around on the set with uh, cameras and we were just having fun, basically. Yes. And then I remember the producers of that film came to you and said, Oh, we've found the trailer that we want to use or a bit for the trailer, a bit of the poster or something. Yes. And they showed it to you and you went, She ain't in the film. She's not in the film. She's it a, was
2: you in the fucking tunnel. She's and a you know costume what? girl. You have now fucked yourself because I still have those pictures. And I have pictures of you doing cartwheels and doing the splits, which I'm going to send to the guys at the <gasps> station so they can yeah! put up on the on the site. Yes,
1: five years ago, I don't think I'm that flexible anymore. But um, but I'll that's ask,
2: I'll ask your fella.
1: But that's how. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, text him now. I'll text him now.
2: <laughs> can she still do the splits, bro? yeah go on anyway
1: <laughs> but that's how that's how our friendship started and that's how uh, yeah. I got into and then you really encouraged me to go for the acting rather than the costume because that's I what I really wanted to do and
2: now you're amazing at all your stuffy things that you do on sketchy stuff and, and all I, those various things that you're amazing at and you're I, an actress No, I act yeah yeah
1: well that was do you remember the nickname for me that you gave me Bubulina Awesome Sauce <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, you mean the other nickname? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, actually, it was Boobalina Awesome yeah, yeah, It was, yeah, see? It was. You see? But, yeah, so, but but anyone who does, so to come back to the point, anyone who does <laughs> want to get into the industry, there are many ways to do so. And Including
2: meeting me, because that's how I roll. I, yeah, just, I just hook people up.
1: Just get yourself onto a film set and train well in your passion. Just keep, keep, you know, if you want to be a set designer, make shit. How amazing
2: is that? We just met and now you're actually, we're working together. I know. Well, we've worked together for years, but like we're mates. Anyway, entertainment news. Get on with entertainment it.
1: Entertainment news guys let's have a little bit of a because it's the entertainment news Well, yeah, that's new. <laughs> I know. I've got all sorts of things going on right Press now. Press number
2: thirteen for me. has it still got my shit on there?
1: Number um oh I think it's Moo. Oh yeah, wait, wait, here we go. shop. Here we
2: go.
1: Oh great. Playing with the toys. Okay. So entertainment news. Yeah, me I've shit. been doing a bit of research about movies that are coming out. What's coming up? Um, what is in production? Um, and the first thing that's really hit the internet this week is it's the brand new Pirates of the Caribbean trailer. Wow. Has been dropped. Wow. Um, I've got mixed feelings about. There's black of people in it. Yeah. There, there is. But there always has been in, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah,
2: but it was like. It, it was always like Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates S- of the Caribbean with three black people. but it was
1: like Zoe Saldana was like in the Pirates First one Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah.
2: It's not called Pirates of Sweden, is it? It's,
1: yeah. Well. well it, Historically the Jama- the tan- <laughs> yeah okay it was dig, very dig, 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 very dig, dig, british you know occupied, wasn't it but um so the 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 trailers dropped dead men tell no tales johnny depp is back great um so this is when um obviously it was filmed amidst all that hullabaloo with uh, amber heard and what's uh, her name again she me nah, I ain't
2: saying she shit gold gold me. mess with, with no bro niggas <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So Johnny is back, although he's not in the trailer, which is odd. Um, but a really got some really gorgeous actor is. So I didn't no, mind. I wasn't,
2: I wasn't cast in that film, babe. Uh,
1: oh no, damn! No, no, it wasn't you. Oh, um, it was this other guy. But um, and it's also got the. Oh, his name is slipping my mind. But he was the baddie in Skyfall. J- Javier. Um, that's, Javier Bardem. That's the one.
2: Javier. 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 Hell. Like you're not hearing is Javier unbelievable what
1: I just read it I said it as I read it alright
2: Javier yeah Javier Bardom
1: Javier Bardom innit yeah he's in that new film but this is Pirates of Caribbean number 5 and Johnny Depp has been quoted to say he will continue making pirate films until the kids say stop so Johnny
2: stop bro the kids say stop stop brother. let's just do this one it's out it's filmed now it's there we love you to bits Jonathan but But let's 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 hold off on any like 6 and 7 the dog is dead
1: guys the dog is dead Um, apparently Orlando Bloom's coming back though
2: yeah, well, he needs it, doesn't he? So, so I think he needs, great, yeah. he needs.
1: he needs the work. Um, right. Also, what's been in filming at the moment is uh, the sequel to Jumanji, which again, I don't know how I feel about that.
2: Is it a sequel or is it a remake?
1: It's it's a sequel. They've been very because I think there was a lot of like people getting very sensitive about Jumanji is my favourite kid films ever, yeah, it's a and they film. say it's not a remake. It is a continuation of the story, so it's the same board game but oh, a different
2: amazing, a different Amazing. Thing. It's
1: got um, Jack Black. Dwayne Johnson, Karen. You Gillian. mean
2: the rock. If you smell <laughs> the What rock the Rock yeah. is cooking
1: yeah. Um who I met earlier this year and I love him. All. You did. Um, Still
2: mopping up in the studio, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was he was so amazing. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin
2: Hart. And,
1: and Karen Gillen. Gillen, yeah. You were
2: gonna say Gillen there, weren't you? I was oh, no, Jesus. not
1: yeah, I was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Karen Gillen, she's amazing.
1: I've got name dyslexia. okay.
2: That's a good one. Yeah. She's amazing.
1: Yeah, she and all the loads of um they so they released at least a poster on the first day of filming of of everybody all the characters and then there was a big
2: backlash because she was in little shorts. because she top. was in
1: teeny weeny clothes and even I thought it when I saw it I went oh, why is the girl in ridiculous tiny things
2: because <laughs> most films are made by men and we like to see women in skimpy clothes
1: well apparently both The Rock and Karen have come back and said that there is a reason and a purpose
2: yes there is
1: why she's wearing child's clothes and I went oh okay maybe that's a little cue
2: I think, I think they just did it and then after the backlash they came up with a, a thing they're which like they we need add. to rewrite the yeah. movie
1: so no, the, no,
2: <laughs> the the bottom line is there's absolutely no reason why the woman should be in skimpy clothes and the men other than usually execs are men and they just like it so it's not really acceptable um, I guess it comes down to the girl and how the girls feel comfortable whether they want to do it or not you know yeah really. It's like, not really acceptable. So
1: I'm excited. But I, like,
2: what next? Baywatch with everyone in wetsuits. I mean, come on. like.
1: Burka watch.
2: <laughs> Ooh, hey, let's not mess about with it. Let's not go there. Let's not go there.
1: Let's not go to France right now. Um, but So I'm, I'm kind of excited about Jumanji too. I'm going to give it a go. I'm Did give you ever it-
2: see that Simpsons episode where they're getting chased by the animals in the zoo and Homer's like, I know what to do, Jumanji! And then nothing happens and the rhino headbutts him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: quality. You should find it. It's really
1: good. But um, also, I, I read up to, I um, think it was because uh, the rock's producing it. Mm-hmm. and I kind of trust after seeing some of his stuff he's done recently I trust his comedy I trust I'm like you know what I'm going to give faith in you he's pretty funny. and he said that they, they're very conscious that they want to uh, do a good job to Robin Williams and the fantastic film so yeah. there is going to be an ode to Alan Parrish Great. There is some sort, there's going to be some sort of, even though it's a cross story, and because it's Great. set in a jungle, and obviously Alan spent most of his life in a jungle, so maybe yeah. there's going to be some sort of like nod to Alan. Oh, so that be nice. That's cool. Um, the other things that are coming up, we've got a real life Mulan. So, anyone who liked the original.
2: Yeah, Mulan. So, Disney seemed to be doing this thing where all their classic animated films that were on when, well, actually, I wasn't born or I was very, very young, mm. Snow White. Oh, no. Have, yes, Snow White, Huntsman, uh, Cinderella. Yeah. Now Mulan. This, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Now they, Mulan. They're doing live-action versions of all their classic animated films. How um, do you feel about this? How do you feel about this?
1: I've Well, I love the originals. And, yeah, I, I think someone's just trying to make money. This was great. Let's make even more. Um, However, saying that, though, Mulan, that would be a good live-action story. That's a, that's it, a bloody it would good be. story. And, and
2: if we're thinking about the older, you know dragon in the room as it were because you know uh, uh, there'll be a lot of jobs for Asian actors I'm guessing
1: totally actors of colour on a mainstream and um, so yeah I don't know how they would how Disney they would do it, whether it would have like, a talking Mushu dragon or whatever, whether they would just keep it as a straight story about a girl mm. dressing up as a guy.
2: Yeah, but probably I, the dragon would still be there.
1: But I definitely I I prefer, I preferred Mulan to like Cinderella. Like watching them as kids, yeah. I I I just remember going watching Mulan and being like, yeah, I want to get a sword and cut my hair off and be a guy. And rather than the Cinderella being like, oh, I want to like,
2: yeah, ride but you, you've achieved that now. So what else do you want to do?
1: Cut my hair off. I've been a guy. I've uh, You're fought a, guy, a war. I've heard, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've fought the Hun. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: and and you said uh, a live action. What else?
1: There is a live action Lion King, being made. Being in the pipeline. Um, the Mulan one's actually signed off, and it's like 2017 to shoot. Yeah. The Lion King is like in the pipeline.
2: I mean, that's again the live action. I mean, they just shitting money, aren't they? They just don't care.
1: They just anything. Live action, anything.
2: Yeah. So what what else was there animated? What was uh, oh, Aladdin? Aladdin ah,
1: Yeah, and they're making it all inter- then they're doing stage shows it's literally yeah. like what else can we do so
2: Aladdin's not it has not been mentioned but I remember that was a cartoon that they also did so surely at some point mm-hmm. that will be one of the live actions yeah,
1: okay. interesting Disney um, yeah yeah it's an, it's an interesting one well um, while you've been away Noel yeah uh, we've been I've been setting up a game that we regularly play on here which is like guess the theme tune or guess the okay. soundtrack so right. I thought I'd challenge you, do back sure. to because you know I don't know
2: why things have been made up while I'm not here. Unbelievable, let's, but let's do let's it. Let's
1: test your film knowledge. So I've prepared um, a couple of soundtracks, and yeah. I'm going to give you. I've got my list. Hold on. Great Right. I'm loving
2: this game already. By the way.
1: Okay, let's let's test your film knowledge. Um, if my well, okay, here we go. Here is the first song. Let's see if you can guess where it's from, and you guys can play it at home to you, and let's know how yeah. many you get.
2: Emailing. Give me some clues. Help me out.
1: What do you think it is?
2: What the fuck, man? <laughs> Top Gun.
1: Well done! Is it Top Gun? It is Top Gun. You got the first one right. Yeah, motherfuckers. Brilliant. Number two.
2: Superman. Oh, no. oh fuck. Hold on, though. No. Damn it, I know this as well. I'll
1: give you a clue. We were, We were just talking about number five.
2: I know this as well. Pirates of the Caribbean. It
1: was, yeah. Damn
2: it. Ignore okay. my Superman comic. Comment, All right, I'll scratch that out. Don't yeah. worry.
1: You're, You're It's right. jet lag. Where's this from?
2: I don't know.
1: E.T. or something like that. It was Titanic.
2: Oh, God. That film, on the man. the Jack. Jack. He like, could
1: have fit. He could have fit on that door.
2: She didn't want him on the door. That's the point. She wanted them jewels to herself. Greedy <laughs> he bitch.
1: He could have fit on the door. Yeah. How dare you? Okay. I'm not
2: surprised I didn't know that one. Ugh.
1: Number four. Yeah. Gonna oh, yeah, get this one. Kid growing up.
2: <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark Indiana Jones. Yes it the-
1: is! <laughs> Woo! So I'ma yep, yep. I'm give you three out of four three
2: so far. Out four, Number
1: five. It. I think this one this one's actually really hard. I don't think I get
2: this one. This is um, far away or something. That Irish film with uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I
1: think it's Armageddon. Probably.
2: That's what I said. Yeah, exactly <laughs> Bond.
1: It is the Bond.
2: Yeah.
1: Love a bit of Bond. All
2: right, good, good, good. What else we got?
1: To, um, I'm, I've got to let it roll.
2: Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you which Bond. I'm assuming it's Live and Let Die.
1: Classic one, definitely.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, number seven. May so, be. Do you want a cute? Avatar. No, no. <laughs> Master Frodo. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Lord of the Rings or one of those yes. fucking things,
1: yeah. Okay, number eight.
2: I have no idea. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I have no idea.
1: Saving Private Ryan.
6: This is
1: number nine. Number
6: nine, okay.
5: If you
1: get this, I'll be so happy.
2: (laughs) It's Eva. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Beauty and the Beast. Sound sound of music. music. Sound of music. music. I'll
1: give you it. Damn it, yes. I'll give you it. Okay. Oh, well done. Yeah, you know you're...
2: Superman, yeah I know my dude films
1: Yeah, your dude films
2: that, I got that sound of you music You did by get way. that
1: You did get that So well done uh, That's number 10 Yeah Okay, ooh uh, 11 Retro 90s film, I believe Yeah I think
2: it's Jurassic Park
1: ooh, No, no Last of the Mohicans
2: Oh, dude, come on, man that's before I was born.
1: Number twelve. <coughs> oh, flip, man! One of the biggest musicals Greece. of all time. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. What? A, what a film that is! If you ain't seen Greece, guys, you need to watch it.
1: Number thirteen. Star Wars. No. I had a guy who who said he wanted to go up the uh, up the aisle to this. Yeah. I was like, I'm not coming up the yeah. aisle to Imperial yeah. March. <laughs> Can you imagine that?
2: <laughs> as you as are walking up, like everyone would be like, mate, don't marry this chick.
1: <laughs> uh number fourteen. This would be great for the coming out of the out of the wedding. <laughs> that was a great escape, sorry. Oh
2: no. Oh good good cue that was E.T.
1: E.T., well done. Okay, E.T. so apart from that, you've got one, two, three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven you got 11 out of 15 well 11 out of 15 that was amazing this is
2: how we roll man yep
1: great yep yep okay i think we should go back to some some music and then we're going to move on to speak to our second guest yeah dude so um i'm gonna go for oh have you seen the the latest creed film the Rocky,
2: uh, yeah, Creed, yes, mm-hmm. yes, with um, a, uh, whatever his name, Jordan B, Michael B, Jordan,
1: yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I love that film. Um, and I also love the soundtrack. So this is um, in one of the the main bits of the film when he's going into the arena. And yep. It's got Krepton Conan. Don't waste my time. That's right. So I thought I'd play I that for you Creptin guys. boys, Conan,
2: on a brother soundtrack. Brother's still out now. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> plug in that till you die okay <laughs> back row and chill back
0: row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar
2: Radio
1: on Fubar Radio turn around
2: waste my time yep yeah,
1: yep yeah. doing like a bit of crap and Conan yeah they're great um, right we've got our, our next guest who's going to be on the phone line so we hope technology is going to patch us together but we've got uh, director Liam Gavin um, he directed a film called A Dark Song mm. which is also at the London
2: Film, Film festival. festival. Excellent. It is
1: the time of the year for films, which is great. Great for our show. Um, I haven't yet seen it, but I've read the synopsis of it, and it looks good. I'm not normally into like proper dark, dark stuff.
2: Depends how dark though.
1: But um I was intrigued to find out what what happens. Like so,
2: Poltergeist, dark, Donnie Darko, dark. Like you know, let's find out.
1: Let's let's find out. Let's see if we can grab Liam on the line. So, hello. Hello, hello, Liam. There you
0: go. I'm here. Hi,
1: here. it's Johanna and Noel. Hello, hello, me. Welcome on the show. We were we were just having a quick sort of brief discussion about your film um, yeah. and and well, what what, what it's about, and l- let people know what they're in for if they're going. Well, well,
0: it is a um, essentially it's a very it's, a, it's quite a dark film as you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of it is about a a woman whose child has died, and she's so sort of riddled with grief that um, she pays an occultist, quite a large sum of money, to do a a black magic ceremony in a house in Wales where they seal themselves off. um, uh, And it's to make manifest her guardian angel. Um, Now, it's not just like Harry Potter where they kind of quickly do an incantation and draw a diagram and it's done. It It takes eight months of two people locked in the house. Wow. Um, really? So it is. It is about cabin fever as, m- as much as it is about um, uh, black magic as yeah.
2: well. So, wow. And and, and so, li- I mean, where'd you come up with the film? Like yeah, that? was <laughs> well, um, I like, know, what, what, it, what the hell are you thinking? What's, <laughs> what's
0: happening here? <laughs> well, I watched. Um, it, it is an actual thing. This ceremony. Oh my uh, god! Is gnarly. it? Okay.
1: Yeah. So. Okay.
2: I have one question before you answer the other question about where you came up with. Does the ceremony work?
0: The, cer- the
2: in the film. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking about real life. Well, I don't well, like I don't it's, like
0: boogeymen and ghosts and stuff like it's, that. So. It's, it's, it's 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 reputed to work. It takes sort of in real life, it takes like 18 months or something to do. Oh, well. Gosh, it's, commitment it's, um, to the occult. I've been quite careful not in the film, call me old-fashioned, to not actually. Show the incantations and things like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. Just because of you know you hear stories from the exorcist and from um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. omen and things. So I didn't want to actually sort of do black magic. Yeah. So, but the actual way it's manifested itself is kind of accurate. The way that it's about altering people's sort of internal states to manifest a change in the world. Wow. Um, so and it's a really hardcore thing. So, yeah. So, how did you So, say, yeah. say again, how did you come up with it? What was? Well, you I was um, watching a documentary. This. Do you know who Aleister Crowley is?
1: Aleister Crowley. No, i He
0: is at the, yes. at the sort of beginning of the last century. He's kind of like quite an important occultist, and he was not a nice man um, by any stretch of the imaginations. Uh, but he kind of rediscovered this particular ritual, um, mm. and he did it in a house in Loch Ness. And um, it, it, he got bored halfway through and sort of stormed <laughs> out. Um, leaving the house the house is bonkers uh, where people sort of go mad and commit suicide really yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so Uh, he left
2: after nine months he couldn't yeah he got he
0: he just got annoyed and just went so he was like that as a person so (laughs) um, I mean I
2: still got to admire the nine months he put in though like
0: yeah yeah well when he did it um, he got to a stage where sort of uh, reputedly um, there'd be figures that he'd be in a room in the bright sunlight outside but they'd have to light candles to actually see um the actual kind of uh, to do the actual rituals and to be sort of figures standing in the room but they wouldn't be uh, you, you know they wouldn't be corporeal so wow. you can put your hand through them and stuff <gasps> wow um, so this is why I'm careful about not. To wow. Do. Yeah, so okay. th-
2: you're saying that you know, you know, allegedly that that he got so far into the ceremony that that was happening. There were figures in the room that would would be in there that we you, that were intangible and you could put your hands that,
0: through.
2: That,
1: it. That's right. That's right. So, well, I mean, I to do an experiment to see if you just put someone in a room for nine months, whether what, <laughs> what you see, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, yeah, <laughs> after yeah. being on your own. But I mean, yeah, because I'm not totally one for horror because I've got an overactive imagination. But reading the story. I did, it was said here now, like, into the real, releasing the real world of angels and real demons, and I d- was like, oh my gosh, I kind of want to find out what happens to this girl and whether it works, and I was, impe- like, compelled enough to to go forward into the darkness.
2: So this is amazing. So is your one, Liam, based on, Was it just something that you then, you, did you write this as well?
0: Yeah, I right.
1: write.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So was this, is this something that was based on the guy that you just talked about, or did you just um, want to come up well, with your own Well, what model I did
0: one? is it got the actual ritual itself. Um, and sort of took it and made it my own. If you see what I mean. Yeah, of course. Yeah, wow. So it, um, you know, reduced the the, 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 I mean, in the film, they're in. They are in, in the, for the long run. They are in it for a while. Sure. But I don't do the full sort of eighteen months. Um, I, uh, they, in in real life, people talk about the, the 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 actual ritual about their guardian angel being a sort of higher version of themselves and things like that. Wow. So uh, but so, others will argue that it is an actual guardian angel but wow. sort of has think. anyone
2: actually claimed to have finished this then
0: uh <coughs> lots of people claim to have finished this um it's kind of taken that within the occult circles mm. um, now i got, got please understand that I am in none of myself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am not interested in the occult per se. Do you know what I mean? Right,
5: that yeah. it was just
0: a subject matter I might ch- I chose to 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 set my film in. Sure. Yeah. And obviously did my research and everything like that. But me myself, I'm a good Catholic boy. I sort of keep, <laughs> yeah. keep away from all that kind of thing yeah, of course, in so. my actual living life. <laughs> but with there are lots of people within those circles who would claim to have done it and stuff. But it's a really arduous thing to do. So it will be a badge of honour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: yeah. And, um, well. And. So to just tell everyone, tell listen when when is your screen when are when are you screening when are you screening? I'm
0: screening tonight (coughs) um, um, at um, uh, at at the Curzon at Shaftesbury Avenue. Nice. And I'm screening tomorrow at um, the uh, BFI uh, Screen Theatre Two or something on the South Bank. Yeah, on the South Bank. So guys, a a
2: dark song, guys. Tomorrow, BFI on the South Bank. At what time?
0: Yes, at um, at it's, it's tonight it's it's at nine, and tomorrow it's at one. Uh, one well,
2: listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not watching no film, film like this at nine o'clock in the evening. Pro- <laughs> yeah, maybe you or, watch in
1: the afternoon if you're of you a that. sensitive uh, imagination. Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> that's right. So go and do something afterwards. So. And so
2: are you, I'm I'm guessing your well chuffed. It's in the London Film Festival. And yeah, well,
0: it's just my first feature. It's been. It went over to Texas to the Fantastic Fest where it it just went through the roof. Oh, I mean, amazing! It, it's just like it's gone. It's gone kind of nuts. Um, so we're getting really, really good reviews.
2: Amazing. So,
0: um, so I'm intrigued to see now how it goes in London, because Fantastic Fest is a real genre fest. I don't know if you know it.
2: No. It's, it's, f- yes, yes, I know yeah. a few horror fests.
0: Yeah, so, so um, it's... It, uh, but BFI, it's kind of... I live in London. So it, it is your home... The first festival I ever went to um, film festivals, London. So to get your film in that, it's pretty. You know, it's like a, a real badge of honour. Yeah, for
2: yourself, yeah great, you know. great. I feel like we're going to have to have a meeting, Liam. We're going to have to meet up and have a, a coffee and talk projects.
0: I know, I know. So yeah. I've watched lots of your films. So oh,
2: thanks, man. Yeah, well I'm gonna, the I'm
0: oh, a huge fan.
2: Thank you, man. I'm going to get your email address from the guys, and then we're, I'm going to email you. Let's meet up.
0: Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, so. great.
1: Thank you for speaking with us, Liam. Thank you. Have Thanks a great so weekend. Much, All the best and up for the yeah. show. Everyone
2: Thank go you. check out our Dark Song.
1: Thank you. Bye, Liam. Bye, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Cool. Wow. Yeah, I mean... That fr- sounds freaky. Freaky stuff. That would have been intense filming and intense...
2: Freaky, horrible, cre- creepy stuff, man. I'm sure the film's great, but I I'm not watching films like that.
1: No. Uh, you know what? That's the one thing, as an actress, like, I would really not... I don't think I would really take on a role that was like properly a cultist just because I don't think I'd like to I don't think I'd come out of it well you know the stuff he's talking
2: about you know with the with the exorcists and the poltergeist Mm, and all those mm. those films where they really went into that stuff and a lot of cast and crew end up dying no they did didn't
1: they yeah how many people died on the exorcist too many like they kept going through all the girls didn't they
2: too many yeah (gasps) And that's blonde enough. white girls are the first people to die.
1: Exactly, and that's me.
2: Closely followed by black people.
1: But, oh my God, we would if we were in a movie. movie you
2: die. You die pre credits because that's how the films always start. Some pretty white girl, <laughs> and black, be- ooh, and then stabbed, and then it starts. And I'll be main cast, and I'll be the first to die. That's how it rolls.
1: Great. Great to outlook on, on our life. Unbelievable. Right, next song. So last week I got to speak to Daniels. Is the
2: next song a dark song?
1: No, it's an up song. It's did, an uplifting did you like song. That? No, oh, oh where, where are
2: we going? the film, yeah. Touche, touche. I've been
1: missed. Um, <laughs> Clearly. Um, last week I got to speak to The Daniels, which were the, the two directors of that new film, Swiss Army Man. Were
2: they twins or something?
1: No, no, they're just friends. Called The Daniels. Oh, hold
2: on, hold on. You spoke to the, the two. Director, what they were in here in the show?
1: No, I called. We did a call from LA.
2: Of the two directors of the Daniel Radcliffe film, where he's like some weird little corpse, dead erected, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: because I watched, watched the film and then Amazing. I spoke to them. Um, so catch up on last week's show if you want to want to hear that. But um, the, the Swiss Army Man, weird. Have you seen? No.
2: I've heard he's got a hard on in the whole film.
1: Yeah, it's all. Does it's, he pull his willy up? There's though? a lot of fart jokes and the he's he's a, he plays a corpse which has a stiff. That's Does he pull it out? No, you don't see it. It's just they use oh, it. so
2: he can get it out in the thing where he's shagging the horse, but he couldn't get it out. And you get it on
1: stage. It, you didn't need nudity in that film. The film was weird enough without seeing his penis. To be fair, but um, one thing I did love about the movie. I don't
2: want to see it. I just want to clarify that. I'm just saying.
1: You know. Okay. I, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't want to see it. But um, the music. I loved the music from the film. So I thought I'd grab one of the the tracks. Um, one of my favorite tracks from the Swiss Army Man. I will soundtrack. save
2: you, guys. I will save you. <laughs>
1: What? It's a great song. No, i yeah, play it. I'm sure it is. All right, okay. I will save you. I will save you. Oh, oh fuck off. I'm just going to continue that song. <laughs> We're back. We're back be- in the room. <laughs> We're back in the room. All right, we've got a lot of emails coming in, which is uh, which is fun and fantastic. Do you want to go first? Like yeah, first? yeah. Okay, you go first.
2: Yeah, I think I, this is to, to me. I mm-hmm. think I saw you in Doncaster. Was that you or do you have a lookalike? It wasn't me. It was a lookalike. End of. End of boom
1: it wasn't me Done. it wasn't me yeah, go um okay what is a fun fact that people n- might not be aware of about you from James in London is that to both of us or to it? both of us okay me. a fun fact i god, got this is so hard whenever someone's like say something nice <laughs> about yourself and you're just like oh
2: she did this and doesn't <laughs> answer questions quickly
1: um fun fact fun fact fun fact um okay i used to be able to do the splits clearly
2: yeah i've had pictures <laughs> i will bring them out fun fact about me is i'm actually pretty funny but you know
1: but people don't get to see that because no. they only get to see it's
2: frowny face hot man <laughs> you get me you get me um, yeah. uh, so i have got another one hey noel i'd like to meet you do you meet and greet ever or or do pas or something i do this is from fee hey fee i do do stuff like that um you just have to guess, I keep looking out on my Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Do a and, and, greet. and then uh, you'll see when we do a meeting group.
1: You do a lot of Comic Cons, don't you? Don't you? Not that I
2: do a, a couple, probably a couple a year, yeah, where I meet pe- loads of people. It's and, a good and, place to come meet yeah, you. Get a, yeah. get a
1: signature. Get a, <laughs> selfie. Get a, a cuddle. Have yeah. a little cuddle. I feel
2: like Fee wants a cuddle, not a signature.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing now. People, like, our signature's going out of fashion because people just want selfies. We
2: want selfies now. Yeah, like- Bruv, can I take a selfie on man? Snapchat out of here? Sorry, I beg your pardon?
1: <laughs> I beg your pardon, young man. What did you say, young man? <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> anyway, who's in all who's of us? Right, we've
1: got Lucy Patterson's back in Hello. for Film yeah. Review, Lu- 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 and again. Yeah. Thank you for having me again. Uh, yeah. No, no. You're no, part
2: of the team, girl. Yeah. yeah,
1: great part of the show. So every week we go away and we go and do our research, we go do our homework, yep. and then we bring it back to club, and we talk about films, what it's we like, what we didn't like. About the club, it's, so exciting. it's club. a
2: good thing it's not like Fight Club because the Imagine. first rule of Fight Club is Don't Talk About Fight Club, and it would
3: just would be, be dead air. <laughs> we'll be like, hey,
2: Luz, how you doing?
1: Great, <laughs> um, yeah. So, what got, film did you see today? What's everyone seen? What's people seen? <laughs>
2: First rule of film club is you don't know, talk about, <laughs> about
1: being All right, really go. What have you guys guy. seen?
2: All
3: right, go, like, go, go. Okay. Go. Um, this week I have seen Free State of Jones mm-hmm. with Matthew McConaughey. Very good. Uh, I saw The Girl on the Train. <gasps>
1: That's oh, what I'm i want to go think. see tonight. I think I might go see that tonight. I th-
3: you should. Everybody should. Um, and Supersonic. Okay, now, t- I, t- tell us, tell us. I'm going to start with Supersonic. Supersonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a documentary around Oasis Mm. the band obviously (laughs) (laughs) see you two can take the piss all you like but I love them I absolutely (laughs) love them you know and whether you're you know I do think you need to be a fan to go and see this otherwise there's absolutely no point it only covers a three year period it's from when they formed to when they had their record breaking shows at Nibworth yeah um and at first I was thinking well that's not enough I want to know everything else Yeah. but you go out on such a high mm. and you know obviously I was devastated when they split up mm. so devastated and I thought well, I don't need to relive that yeah. this is all fun you know it, it's full of um, interviews with all of the past band members um, obviously Liam and Noel and it really really goes into their family history and things like that And do the brothers sit in the same room no see this is what I liked about it there was mm. none of that talking heads you know yeah. boringness there was a lot of animation
6: Oh, that's I like that new yeah, started of documentary
3: yeah, really. it was really really good. I think uh, the director's name was Matt Whitecross um, oh, I know, he Matt. did the Amy did he do the Amy yeah he Amy? did a film yeah. called
2: Sex, Drugs and Rock and Roll as well that I'm in with yeah. Andy Circus. yeah
3: Know that one yeah yeah, that was yeah. White yeah he's hall, yeah. i think he did uh, a brilliant job yeah, like great. it's it was so different it wasn't the normal run of the meal boring old music documentary you see on vh1 you know this was really <laughs> a new a new thing yeah fuck it, you vh1 yeah we don't like you um but yeah it was a lovely little trip down memory lane i cried a lot i laughed a lot it was it was very good you should go and see it if you're an us so a thumbs up for that yeah
2: definitely and remind it's called Sup- Supersonic. 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 Go see Supersonic go see. if you're it's, it's out
3: today. Actually, I went to um, I dragged my ass all the way to Harlow actually because they did a, a live feed of the uh, premiere screening. Uh, awesome. There was a Q and A with Liam after, and obviously it was awkward as usual. He, that man can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cringy. But anyway, yeah, go and see it. Great. Okay. <laughs> Love that.
1: Cool. And what was how, how was it going on the train? Oh that's something that this. I didn't get to see it this week. Yeah, and I wanted to. It's uh, on my, my first
3: th- question is why didn't she just take the bus?
1: I tell you what things
3: would have been much better if she did (laughs) much better if she did I mean it's a mystery thriller um, based on a book actually that a hell of a lot of people have read now I don't understand how you can enjoy this film if you've read the book and you know the twist out of it Mm. Because it's a massive twist, yeah, you I know. Yet. I don't know exactly. Yet. And I really can't talk much about the story at all mm. because it starts unfolding from the second you see her. You know, Emily Blunt um, is the the main character in this, and she has just gone through a divorce. She's spiraling into alcoholism, and she's basically stalking her ex-husband and. A couple of his neighbours, as you do, as yeah. you do. Somebody winds up dead, and it's a massive who done it. And you know, they really, really sort of take you off on different leads and things. I was sitting in the cinema going, "She did it, he did it, she did it," and in the end, none of them did it. <laughs> that I, I said, you had know, you not, I um, didn't read get it right book? at all. No. Oh,
1: okay, because I, I quite like that because I wanted to see the. Mm. I wanted to read the book, and then I'm, I'm happy I haven't because I get to have that experience. See, this so. thing, mm. You get.
3: I think the I twist. Figured, I think I
2: figured out already.
3: Really? I think. See, so. I thought I had,
1: and I am a bit of a smart ass with things like that.
3: I <laughs> generally get it, and I'm like, yeah, I knew. That. The whole time. Yeah, but this <laughs> Didn't is a this clue. is fucking Sherlock. This is Clark.
2: I, <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I do this for a living. I feel, like, I feel like I know what is going to happen. Anyway, I, I need to. uh Yeah, I feel like I know what's going to happen. So yeah. yeah, go on need to, 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 to wherever the on next show. one is.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I went to see Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. The oh, I've seen that. Oh. Well, I. Really? It was. It, it was a mix. It was a mix. Yeah. Um. There was things about it I really enjoyed. How many
3: black people in it? <laughs> <laughs> one. Samuel Jackson. One. Samuel Jackson. He did write that part just for him, though.
1: Oh, really? Just yeah. for Samuel Jackson? Yeah. Um, no, I I loved it for some reasons and I hated it for others, which were kind of personal. So I love time, the time travel yeah. element of it and yeah. then getting stuck in time loops and getting stuck in 90- yeah, the same really day cool, actually, yeah. in 1943. Mm. And I love the I love all of Tim Burton, like the costume wise and the, the characters. So.
3: He's always amazing.
1: It's proper for all the kids it that were in it, and mm. it, it was heavily re- reliant on these amazing kid actors. Yeah. They got to wear the most incredible costumes oh, and it was beautiful wow. and
3: yeah so they're I, always gorgeous to look at these films aren't they yeah, yeah. visually yeah, I yeah, enjoyed, yeah. I really enjoyed mm. the story
1: and I enjoyed all the time tr- I love time travel and yeah. things like that back to the future kind of thing Um what I didn't like was the actual story was about these creatures that you couldn't see only the main protagonist yeah. could actually see these monsters um called hallows and they used to they prey on on their victims and they eat their eyeballs oh gross and I don't know what it is about <laughs> Tim Burton because he's done previous he's films about eyes being removed yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that is like a number one phobia personally so for me that might as well have been like an 18 horror <laughs> I was like hoo, hoo, and like they do extended scenes of eyes oh, being no. taken out oh, and eyes necessary. being eaten and, <laughs> and so I felt a little bit ill yeah. um, personally from that but but I mean maybe not for the cinema so my review would be don't bother go seeing it in cinema yeah. just catch it up whenever it's on a Netflix or on TV or it's probably going to yeah. be on at Christmas at some point sometime oh, I'm sure it will be so yeah it'll be um, on Netflix
3: before you know it but then sometimes I do think that with Tim Burton's films do you not have to be there, the big screen to appreciate, or was it not a case of that? Oh, this time, I don't
1: think this one. No, no. Um, I think you could easily watch this one at home. Um, it wasn't epic; it was beautiful, but not yeah. epic on not screen. Not epic enough. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was, ha- I was glad I saw it, and I like Evergreen, and mm. I think that the 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 people who, and it's an interesting story, but it wasn't. It was like, yeah, I a no. know. Yeah,
3: yeah, I don't know.
1: A yeah, I don't know. Which is have I got my soundbite? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh no, no, I don't. Oh, I've oh lost, no, it's I've gone. Lost my I've only got a hell no or a yeah, so... Oh, that's no good. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a little yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. So, um, what was the other film
3: you saw? You saw the Matthew McConaughey. Yes, I did. Free State of Jones. Now, uh-huh. this was another biographical film. There seems to be a run of these lately. Mm. Um, but then, you know, where, do, where else do you get your stories from? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was about Matthew McConaughey. He was a deserter uh, during the Civil War in oh, wow. America. Okay. Um, basically, he was based on a, a real person called Newton Knight. Nice name. Now, I'd never heard of him. No. I'd never heard of him. Obviously, I knew about the Civil War and things like that. Um, and apparently, a lot of the story is fictional. Okay. But some of the events that take place did take place. You know, it's a, it's one huge history lesson. Mm-hmm. He deserts the army, and he ends up hiding in the Louis- Louisiana swamps with uh, some runaway slaves. And, you know... So, obviously, there's a racial aspect to it as well. And um, There's... Uh, a time period where they live in these in the swamps. In the swamp. You know, and they make their own little town and all that. Um, and then they decide to fight back against the soldiers and yeah. they go and take various counties back from the soldiers. Where they got their weapons from, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of it is quite dubious, but I have read that it's very well researched. And, okay. you know, not just, a lot of artistic licence was used, just certain scenarios to piece bits together.
1: OK. Just um, a patchwork of yeah, history. Yeah, but, story. you know, it's mm-hmm. an
3: important film because, you know, the person I saw it with as well, you know, who m- me included, we were absolutely shocked at some of the things that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's a history lesson. So everybody go and see it. Matthew McConaughey... Is amazing. Does in he have
1: it. a southern draw? He does. He has a southern draw. See, he's draw. got a
3: slight one anyway, hasn't all right, he? All right, but Oh right, 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 right. my god, it's just—it's <laughs> literally like getting a cuddle in the cinema. It's just amazing. Like, yeah. he, he he's so much more pronounced, and he's absolutely filthy the whole way through. But it just doesn't matter. Mm. He's—he's he's very good. Perfectly cast.
1: Okay, so that was a—that was a, yep. a yep. yep from you.
3: Yes.
1: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Well, um, I'm going to definitely go and see the girl on the train. Yes, do. Um, and I'm going to also. I've got. I've got so much. To, I want to go and see Magnificent Seven as well. I re- you really inspired <gasps> yeah. me last. So I'm not, I'm might just, I might just do a whole cinema day trip I think or you something should. and I just veg out. Overdose on popcorn. Yeah, do
3: a double bill or a triple bill if you dare.
1: I tried to do a triple <laughs> bill once, but it was 3D and I got such a headache. Oh, I nearly no. passed out. It was it was like over my oh, senses d- over stimulation. Over, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> just like on the floor. <laughs> all, like,
3: maybe stick to the double bill then. Yeah,
1: maybe just stick to the double. Right, let's go back to a little bit of music. Um, and thank you so much, Lucy, for coming thank in. Thank you we'll for having me. See you next week. See you next week. All right, um, this next song, I'm going to go back for uh, the Bodyguard. Going back to oh, the really 80s. Bit of Whitney Houston, says Queen of the Night. <laughs> (laughs) from from the bodyguard wish I could sing like Whitney Um, right so we're coming live from FUBAR Radio Noel Clark and Johanna James back row and chill sometimes we can't squidge guests in on the live show so we have to run and pre-record interviews with them and earlier today this lunchtime I got to meet uh, the director Justin Kelly who directed the new film King Cobra um, which is going to be at the London Film Festival and it's going to be coming out of cinemas later on in the year Um, here's a little, little clip from the film, so you can hear what I'm talking about.
3: I'm willing to give you $25,000 for one video.
1: I'm not losing you to anybody. You can't stop me from using my name. I trademarked it. I'm the one who calls the shots around here. You're Brent Corrigan.
6: You have to do this video. If Steven is the only one standing in your way.
1: Epic. Check out the trailer, guys, on Google Google the trailer for King Cobra. It's the true story of a young guy um, setting out in L.A., uh, entering the porn industry and he, the gay porn industry and he gets involved and it, it gets dark very, very quickly. True story. And his manager ends up getting murdered over all the sort of sordid underworld of uh, of the porn industry. So I met with the director earlier today. So here is our interview and he's absolutely amazing guy. Really, really friendly and lovely. And you should be able to see uh, on our Facebook page, you'll be able to see the video of when I met him as well. So here's what he had to say about King Cobra.
3: Grow and Chill with Johanna
0: James and Noel
1: Clark on FUBAR Radio. Hi guys, Johanna James, FUBAR Radio. I'm here with Justin Kelly.
6: Hello, how are you?
1: Um, and we're here to talk about mainly your brand new film, King Cobra.
6: Yes, premiered last night and we have one more screening today. Uh, and I think it's the last one, so if people missed it, then they'll have to wait till it comes out. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it comes out end of October? Is yeah,
6: it- October 21st okay. in, um, you know, in theater, in select theaters, in VOD, et cetera, in the States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know our exact release date for Europe yet. But oh, okay. It'll be okay. soon. So I'm pretty I'll sure. Wait. Yeah.
1: And so people who people don't know what King Cobra is about, it's based on a true story. I'll let you...
6: Yes. Yes. It's based on a very wild true story about a a young, aspiring, gay porn star who becomes so popular and in demand that a producer of his is murdered over his contract.
1: And that was totally true. Totally true. Did you just hear about that story and think, Oh my god, I need to make a movie, or was it what was the process in?
6: I read about it and I just it's such a such a crazy story that of course, you you know, your first thought is how did this happen and why? Mm. Uh, And the more I read about it and learned about the characters, the more fascinating the entire story became and I just felt like it would make a really interesting, unique, cool movie. Yeah. Uh, And you know, there aren't, a lot of movies out there about gay porn so i figured
1: no there isn't not like mainstream why not give it a go yeah, yeah. and i think um <laughs> maybe even though it wasn't porn but i think like magic mike and films like that have kind of opened up maybe more of that sex industry mm-hmm. into being in mainstream film which is good well it's great for everybody people, yeah sex
6: sells right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> and you've got some fabulous people who are cast in the movie um like molly ringwald has come mm-hmm. out of come back she's coming back which is it was an odd choice for her I think like considering her like bubblegum history Mm -hmm. for her role so I was really excited to see Molly Um, and uh, James Franco you've got Garrett it was Garrett Clayton Garrett Clayton who who plays your your lead
6: he's a lead he comes from a Disney Channel past and so you know it's his wild uh, crossover grown up role yeah
1: (laughs) and he's absolutely gorgeous as well and was he is he gay straight or was was he playing or
6: Uh, I mean I don't know okay I, he He's playing gay. Okay. And uh, he um, kind of just, just, I was like trying to find someone who had that sort of split appeal of being able to ha- have the kind of young boyish yeah. sort of look, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, be able to pull off that kind of confident porn star vibe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because I, I saw the, if you want to check out the trailers, guys, I went on to Google and you can find the trailer for King Cobra and um, the little snippets that I got to see uh, was super realistic. I really felt like it was this boy, young guy, you know, being asked to take off his clothes for his first ever porn. And oh, yeah. Very, yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, plays a super uh, seemingly kind of naive kid from San Diego who's trying to make something of his life and get out of his mother's apartment and make mm-hmm. some money and does it by going to some guy's basement in Pennsylvania and making porn. Making porn.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> and is it set Is it set modern day or is it because it was a true story? Is it set back in the time of...
6: Yeah, it's period, but you know, pretty recent period. It was early to mid 2000s. Okay. Um, okay. You know, so not that long ago, but it was <clears throat> long enough ago to where we still had to be particular with costumes and set dressing yeah. and you know old websites and computers and cameras and it was really fun for me because you know yeah. early 2000s are fun you get to weird go back and, yeah, yeah it's like
1: retro like, because baggy jeans and Oh, yeah. All of the, what was, what was the
6: really digital camcorders. Yeah, like <laughs> f- flip
1: phones and things like that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. All, all the. Yeah, um, Garrett's
6: character has a flip phone for sure. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so it's like long enough to where, you know, we did pay attention to that, but uh, it made it really fun actually to make. And, yeah.
1: and there's a, because even the porn industry has changed in the last 10 years then. Because uh, so much is just all about like internet, internet, internet. But back in the day, there was a lot of money in porn movies. So I can understand maybe the murder, like the reason for murder. And the, yeah. it's a big business.
6: Yeah, I mean, a big part of the story, you know, it's to the Joe and Harlow played by Joe is James Franco, Harlow is Keegan Allen. Mm -hmm. And they are these two wild, uh, you know, they start off as kind of gay escorts. So that's the company they run and then they move into porn to make more money. And become obsessed with Brent Corrigan, Gary Clayton's character. And it was all true. They really thought uh, they were, they, they made a lot of money, but then they fell into really heavy debt, you right. know, yeah. s- so American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they've really believed that making a video with this star Brent Corrigan would make them millions. Yeah. They truly, they became obsessed with it to the point to where it led to a murder, because the only way to kind of get Brent free from this contract was to off- the producer who who, mm. who who sort of like held the contract which is crazy to to even think that you would do that in the first place let alone uh yeah. get away with it uh you know it's i mean they yeah, unhinged. yeah unhinged,
1: and casting wise did you um did you approach people for roles or did you have lots of auditions how was like the pretend porn audition process.
6: <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, James Franco was attached before I wrote the script because he's a producer on it. And okay. he really, um, you know, without him, the film never would have happened. He was, he, it's the same with my first film, Michael. Mm-hmm. He um, was very like instrumental in, in getting it off the ground and helping, you know, get it made and financed and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he, he was attached from day one. And of course, that helped get other people involved. Uh, and the next was the Steven character. And I knew that James worked with Christian Slater on this film called Adderall Diaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh And I just was I'm such a Slater fan. I grew up with the Heather's and True Romance. And yeah. he's just so fucking cool. Oh, wait, I can't cuss. Yeah, you can cuss. <laughs> it's
1: football. He's
6: so cool. <laughs> uh, and but you know, he had he's never played gay. And it's a mm. pretty wild role for first time gay character yeah you know he's a gay pornographer into very young boys so I was I didn't know if he'd be interested at all but he read the script and we had dinner and talked about it and he signed on really like quickly but I think just so you know not that he was so excited uh in that sense I think just thought you know he can only imagine the scripts that these actors get plenty of great scripts but this one it did stand out because it's really it's a really wild story and I think he just got excited at the idea of doing something different
1: and so this is, uh, is this your second sort of second. major feature? And how did you go, right, I want, to, I want to direct. This is what I want. Did you want to act oh, before? I've always or... wanted, in you
6: know, my whole life, I've always wanted to be a filmmaker. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. always wanted to direct. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I know. went to movies with my dad all the time. Yeah. And um, it's just been my obsession. And so I wanted to fight to the death to become a director and, and it's
1: you're doing it you're it's a in long
6: road to get here but it was it paid off and it was worth it <laughs>
1: and so what's next what would be your now that you've done sort of two substantial films what would be the next project or you-
6: it's kind of i actually already shot my third film okay, which done, is boom. nuts <laughs> okay yeah it was really cool we shot cobra um actually we shot cobra exactly a year ago wow
1: quick turnaround it was a very
6: quick turnaround from script to the the entire process was was so fast it almost feels I'm very lucky yeah and then um, this past summer so you know like Cobra was completely done post wise we premiered at Tribeca in April Uh uh, and then because of the response from the festival, uh, I was able to get a third film off the ground that we shot that summer, so just a couple months ago. Rolling. And it's a complete departure. It's uh, kind of a family drama. It's not gay. It's not a true story.
1: Okay. Uh, so, I wanted to, you know,
6: mix it up. Yeah, because people
1: might be a little bit like, oh, okay, so you do the, the, the exactly. gay true stories. and be like, no, yeah. no, boom. I don't want to be put in a corner. Try this. No. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Try a family drama with a weird supernatural kind of backstory. It's great.
1: <laughs> Amazing. And what would be... Um, The future, future, future goals then? Where would you like to sort of, what would be the real I've made it moment?
6: Uh, Good question. I mean, I'm always kind of drawn towards sort of scandalous or controversial or, Mm -hmm. you know, weird stories. But I definitely want to, you know, to to make one that would be a bit more accessible, like a bit more mainstream, uh, which, you know, I feel like is on the horizon. So yeah, there's not a particular story or genre or anything, just you if I can continue to make cool stories that are unique and different, but that are also, you know, accessible, which oddly enough, this one, I think will be even though it's about gay porn, but just it's, it's a bit, um, you know, it's a really entertaining movie and funny Mm -hmm. at times in a way you would expect So, uh, so yeah, I going to just keep making calls.
1: Cool. Well, ball. thank you. All the best of luck. Um, yes, you're, you're absolutely killing it right now. So just keep
6: running. Keep I'm gonna, running. I'm gonna keep running. Great. Keep thank running. you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank
1: duh, you. Duh. On FUBAR Radio. Thank you very much.
6: Thanks. FUBAR Radio
0: presents
3: Peter Sylvester Incorporated with Michael Payne and Harley Sylvester from Kicks.
0: We are joined by two very esteemed friend of ours, Heavy
4: trackers. Go When we were outside, you know, we were talking about bum licking. Yeah, we didn't prepare for this. Normally, yeah. you go on radio and it's yeah. like no swearing. No, walk in and it's just straight up like, yeah, I'll use my thumb for that's this. Football, it's just like, great fun. Our <laughs> manager's like, yeah, you're going out there, you're just going to promote the CD and then you're just going to get out of there. Not watch. No, no, no. Walking in, yeah, mate, have you had your bum leak, son? No, wait, wait, <laughs> no.
5: Uh, We don't even need to talk about the CD, we no, just talk about like this. That's it, we're all friends, <laughs> isn't it. (laughs) Every Wednesday Hayden
3: Sylvester Incorporated With Michael Payne and Harley Sylvester From Rizzle Kicks
0: From 4pm on FUBAR Radio
1: Hey guys, we're about to get Doc Brown in the studio. So if you've got any questions that you want to ask Doc, then tweet us at Radio or email in chill at foobarradio.com. We'll have Noel Clark and Doc Brown in the studio. So let us know what you want us to talk about. And we're going to be going Facebook Live as well. If you've got access to, to your Facebook, we're going to be going Facebook Live in the next half an hour. And have any of you guys played... Cards Against Humanity because I'm going to be introducing it to the guys and we're going to be playing that uh, hilarious awesome, awful game hilarious awful? What am I trying to say? Um, it's awfully hilarious. Okay, <laughs> we're going to go to our next song um, this is Land of a Thousand Dances by Wilson Pickett which was featured in the film The Full Monty so I'm um, one of my faves currently at the moment One two three.
3: One, two, three.
1: But a Wilson Pickett there. That song ended way before it said on the track. Oh no it's still going! That would be why. That, that's
2: why, man, that's
1: why. It went down and up.
2: Wilson Pickett, is that what the fuck you've been playing while well, I've been uh, out That's
1: bit. from the Monty Monty Python, not Monty Python. That's from
2: the full Monty soundtrack. <laughs> full Monty soundtrack. Oh, great, great choice.
1: Fantastic I film. I will save you, listeners. I will save He's you. He's not liking my music choices.
4: Nah. <laughs> so do you have like a selection each? Because last time I was here, it was just you, so you were just running. So the So I
1: was just literally putting on whatever no, the fuck I, I, I,
4: I like.
2: I don't have a... So Doc Brown's here. Doc
1: Brown. Oh, yeah. Doc Brown, that's, you, guys. That's Let's the third voice you're hearing, yeah. whoop, whoop. guys. Doc whoop, Brown. Whoop. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Hello. Don't. Um, no, I, I just kind of let her choose the music. I just let right. her know if I disapprove. I see. I see. You,
4: I know, see. Know, I mean. you know, he's yeah.
1: basically just whinges.
2: Real, real positive influence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be like, what
4: the hell is this? Why what have you this? What are you chosen this? What Well, you bring it to the table. Well, I'm not, I'm not. I don't have any alternatives, but I'm just saying I hate your music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, <laughs> just essentially,
2: just essentially uh, that's, that's what happens.
4: <laughs> you're yeah. just judging
1: me. I like I like music and I love soundtracks, and every song I play is in a movie somewhere. Okay. So it's related to the film industry. Nice. Or like something. Right. And it's a big wide, you know, got a wide variety of people listening. So.
2: Yeah, but also, it's, it's, it's the banter in it. Like, she knows I love her. So I let her pick her thing. It, it, it just yeah. It's an extra 10 minutes Of me giving her a hard time Which people like They email right, They okay. email They like it They like the, the, the dynamic Between us Sitting on me <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sitting on you <laughs> That's a different show That's a different show
1: That's after 9 So how PM. you doing man What's
2: happening uh,
4: I'm
1: good I'm
2: good
4: I, I'm, I'm having some much Needed respite It was It was, a, it was kind of uh, A couple of years there Of not really Resting at all I guess because You know when opportunities come your way in our business, and you know how short that you yeah, know that yeah. can, how, uh, that that period of time that your candle might burn, you know, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've just been going for it. But right. um, yeah, I got off like the the the, the press junket uh, uh, for, uh, for for Ricky's film, Ricky Gervais's film. And did you and, um, guys tour?
2: How, how where did you tour? Where did you tour?
4: Well, we did. Um, we just did it everywhere, but we didn't have to travel everywhere. So a lot of people came to right. uh, to London, so but you didn't we,
2: get to go to Japan or anything.
4: No, no, no. We we dealt with all, all the press, all the press. But most people came to Soho hotel. See, I hotel. think
2: we're losing out. <laughs> I think we're losing out, you know, doc, because you know our friend Arnold. You know Arnold Ochoing. Yes. Yeah, you know he did the good lie, and he, he toured the world. I, I don't know why we can't tour the world. Like he's in Japan, places where they don't even yeah. have black people, and Arnold yeah. was there.
4: <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but I guess if you speak to if you speak to most actors, they they would tell you that. Um, that's the real sort of graft of the job that they don't yeah, necessarily course, yeah. look forward to, you yeah, know. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, these days you're contracted to that the same way you're, as you're contracted to to act in the flipping I film. I've got three
2: kids. I look forward to it.
4: Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that. I know that and I hear that. Um. I, I think the one thing I learned from it, because the first time I've ever done it, is that if the film is good, that job is a hell of a lot easier. Because sure. there were some days where... I wasn't even sure if I was saying the same thing twice to the same interviewer because you were doing like 10, 15 in, in a, a row. In a yeah. Um, and I just thought, wow, imagine if the film was shit. Mm. Like, that must be so, so hard sc- and that must happen every day sc- sc- to the
2: listeners, like, so when, when Doc just said we do 10 to 15 interviews in a row, we're talking about literally, because people don't know this, we literally sit in a room and people coming back to back, Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Back to and,
4: back. And the, 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 all, the biggest break you'll get is when someone will go, um, do you want any more water? that's it I don't need need any water or if you need
2: to go toilet
4: yeah and sometimes you don't have time for that and here's the
2: interesting thing most of these people come in and they go you've probably heard this all day I've got a really original question though and they ask the same damn questions that we've been asked all day long am I lying?
4: that's very very true and I think anytime someone um just comes out of left field with a question they get the best interview and it really makes me laugh listening to um interviews or pre-records with with, with other actors, other artists, and then when it comes back to the, the studio live... The, the the host will say something along the lines of oh yeah I think he was a bit jet lagged he was he wasn't very responsive and I'm thinking I'm sat, sat there listening at home thinking yeah but your questions were so boring yeah, you've been hearing the same Sorry, shit I'm all day my chair. I'm just breaking my chair <laughs> no, no, it was it was just, right, just, just trashing <laughs> the studio I am right listening, now. But, no, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying I like do. if if you if you want to get the best out of an artist then engage them yeah so um, there's a film show on I don't want to plug other other, other film yeah, shows it. but there yeah, there's yeah. a film show on five live with with Simon Mayo and Mark oh, oh, oh. And <laughs> I quite like them though. and I take well they're big fans of you man I love them they're actually. big fans Mark of you Mark is um, my G. yeah he I mean he he bigs you up regular yeah. but anyway when, when Simon's away I take his place you know and um, the last time I was on it I interviewed Ben Kingsley so I was part of that junket the other side and I could see what the other interviewers are doing and I just thought I'm just like because the BBC was saying this is what you should say, this is what you shouldn't say, and I was like, you know what? Let me do it my way. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know the guy, but I feel like I can engage him. Yeah, and you did. So number one, I'm not going to call him Sir Ben. I'm just going to chat to him. And yeah, I, and they're like, Ooh, I don't know. And I was like, Did Listen. you go, Yo Benny? Benny B. Hey Yo B. BK. <laughs> you know what? I was just I, I, I obviously I bigged up his movie. I'd seen it, so I thought, yeah, you know what? It's actually it's a decent movie, so I don't have to lie. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So I bigged up the movie, got him got him on side, and then I then. I I said I did a bit of research on him, and I didn't realise he was of mixed parentage, mm, you know. Yes. So I said, you know what, like, I've found, like, as an actor, having uh, a mixture of cultures in my family, it's, it's, it's informed me on, like, it's, it's given me, I don't want to say a universal voice, but it's made me, open me up from a young age yeah. to very different experiences, which I think has informed my skills as an actor. What do you think about that, coming from a biracial background? And you should have seen his. Yeah. you should have seen his eyes lit up yeah. he, his eyes just lit up and he was fully engaged and then from that point on in the in the interview I swear down you can look this up yeah. on the iPlay yeah. or whatever he goes See the the thing about you and I, ben,
2: <laughs> yeah, the, thing, yeah, yeah. the
4: thing about people like us is uh, we are social chameleons, you know. And and, and the thing about you and I, yeah, uh, yeah. people like me, people like you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I was like, I believe oh, bro, no it. one's getting this interview of today. Of course not. Of course Nobody. Not. Good uh, I'm very I'm very proud of it. But you know, it just goes to show. Yeah. One small thing that's just sort of off. 100% just just cool. out of left field you're so going to engage them
2: because Jana does that and we often try to we try to educate our young listeners well not young but our listeners that a lot of them want to get into the business yeah. if you ever become someone who's interviewing talent you know, always look for a different angle. Don't just go in with the same questions. Try and, you know, like, like Doc just said there, he found a way to engage Ben Kingsley and probably got the best interview out of everyone. And I think it's not just a cynical thing of just trying to get the best interview. That should be standard practice anyway. Mm. It's about just trying to be interested and understand that these people could have had 20 or 30 people yeah. in yeah, that And thing. also so think cool.
4: genuinely about a conversation that you would be interested in. Yeah, Like if you think about uh, you, when, you, when you see your mates, you're not going to ask them the same stuff. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You're going to want a fresh, interesting conversation every time you see your mates. So hey Bill, think about was, it. Like how that.
2: was that packet of crisps, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> well, John yeah. just asked me that. Well, I'm asking you again. Just <laughs> I
1: find uh, hiding alcohol in my underwear that always is a nice icebreaker for my interviews. Yeah, I'm this a. Sh- is, I am I do not have any an right fact. now. Uh, <laughs> she <but> says. Where <laughs> we go, whiskey.
4: Yeah, uh, we're talking like like airplane miniatures
1: here yeah it's kind of like been my little thing when i do junkets if i'm interviewing celebrities i'll like whip out uh just to break the ice and um or do something yeah just do something completely wacky
2: yeah Um, i mean that that works yeah (laughs) she's got that down you've been doing pretty well with that actually yeah i've
1: been doing a couple or um what or do like Freudian slips or or things like that so it's okay (laughs) because
2: they're always like
4: did she just, <laughs> just, did, she just, did she just just wake him up a bit or like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or
1: people they think I look quite you know nice and innocent and then I'll just like I went in my first ever interview was with Marlon Wayans mm-hmm. for uh, 50 Shades of Black mm-hmm. yeah. and like I went in and was like hello everyone hello, I thought he, he was like great in another you know interview and I was like so 50 Shades of Grey was good uh, is black better and then he looked he sort of like yeah. look at yeah, it, looked at and it. then went I see where we're going. <laughs> and then like our oh, the interview just went off on another nice. level nice. of sexual endowments. There
4: you go, some but lessons. So out tell
2: there. me, man. So tell me, how did um, how did you find the whole uh, life on the road? Because uh, uh, I'm assuming, mm. and, and forgive me if I'm wrong. You okay. know, I'm, I'm not always up on it. You know it's like when you work in this business. You don't mm-hmm. always see your peers yeah, work yeah, sure. all the time. That's your biggest uh, project. Oh, with, days, with, right?
4: with, without a doubt. You know, yeah. I mean, my my sort of my work on TV was getting more. Developed with with each job, which is nice. You know, I, I kind of make a point of trying to do something that I haven't done no. before, and 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 push myself. So I, I just completed uh, probably my second sort of big kind of mainstream drama, which yes. was a series for for ITV One called Brief Encounters, and uh, you know I had the opportunity to play a character over over six episodes who was really going through some shit and yeah. it was just like it was such a beautiful opportunity for me because I've always felt that I, I've been able to do it but as soon as you become accustomed to com- comedy or, or you're seen as somebody who who does yeah. comedy a lot of the time you're not trusted yes. with 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 these kind of dramatic roles so mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd done that but I always knew I'd known for 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 a couple of years that the the the, the Ricky movie was on the cards because we we work closely together outside of uh, of the movie world and and have done for um Well, for about three and a half years now, you know, i have been writing together. and I didn't know that. That's amazing. And uh, in 2013, we did a sketch based on the two characters from the movie for for, for, for Comic Relief. And since then, we've been talking about putting a movie together. So it was a different experience to all the other acting work I've done because obviously all the other work I've been, you know, auditioning for and just trying to get involved, you know, whereas the movie... um, I was there from the inception. So, did
2: you write on the movie as
4: well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, you, your co-written credit, or
4: no? The way it's done is like, <laughs>
2: sorry you know, to, everything sorry is yeah. <laughs>
4: everything is 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 written and directed by by Ricky, which sure. is, is kind of understandable because it's it's his, it's his baby. His brand, but yeah, the sure. the way Ricky works is similar to Larry David or to to Christopher Guest in that he creates scenes and allows looseness for the actors yeah. to contribute. Yeah. Um, but I was there from a blank page and I was contributing written stuff from the very beginning Fantastic. for, for my character and for our scenes together yeah um, and, uh, you know, I was—I guess I was hoping for a, a, co- a co-writing credit. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you have to search pretty far down the credits to, 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 to find any so reference to it. But yeah, I said, It's, I it's think cool. People, I, I like I being the underdog. Know, I'm man. always the underdog. And I think we'll when, know, you si- when you I'm see... I'm always an underdog. That's true. <laughs> I think when you see the movie and you see what my character's doing, I think it's it's kind of clear that... For people who only one person could have <laughs> written no, that. No, for people who
1: haven't seen the film what is your character who do you play within the okay
4: so the the, the film sort of it's a contrivance it's a mock documentary it's a contrivance that, that the film crew are picking up uh, with uh, on David Brent's life uh, tw- years 12, later, 12, years 12 years after years yeah years later uh, after the um, the original documentary The Office and finding out where he is now and where he is now is is very troubled He's He's been through therapy He's had a nervous breakdown And he's come out the back of that And decided that what he's going to do Is spend every penny that he's got On trying to become a, the rock star That he always felt <laughs> he could be So that's kind of the conceit And then my character uh, I, I play a, a guy that he saw At an open mic A, 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 a rapper that he saw at an open mic That um, he agrees to manage and then, sort of, just steps all over his his fledgling <laughs> career, forces him to come on tour with him with this awful, you know, rock band. Uh, and it's you know, it's it's, a, it's a kind of a buddy movie. Uh, there's a fish out of war element to it as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it, it's two guys who really shouldn't be together <laughs> but yeah. are, yeah. and question, they sort of learn you. to uh, yeah. Go on.
2: What do you think? What do you think's in the air this year in terms of like? Uh, You know the music scene. Mm. The quotation mark urban music scene mm-hmm. seems to have come back, and then films like Life on the Road, which mm-hmm. is Ricky Gerv- uh, mm-hmm. David Brent after twelve years, yep. uh, Bridget Jones, yes, which is Bridget Jones after after twelve years, after 12 years. Brotherhood as mm-hmm. well has come back as a, a film after ten years or uh, ten years. Y- y- yeah. I mean, do, do you think that? You know, and I know I'm responsible for one of those, <laughs> and you are partly as well. But do you think that we're running out of ideas, or do you think that bringing back these brands is something that is, is a good thing for cinema because they've all come out and they've all done they've all done numbers? So, like, you know, what, what's it's a really your, what's your interesting question
4: because Brid- Bridget Jones has done amazing. Yeah. I've really and enjoyed I, it. I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't see that coming. No, I, I did. I did. Um, but I think I, I always believe if there's genuinely a story to tell then why not? Yeah. I, I've always thought that. Because yeah. I think you can tell the difference. I think the audience can tell the difference when it's like, whoa, we had to do yeah. another one, otherwise the yeah. box set wouldn't have really been a box set. Do you, <laughs> you know what I mean? you <laughs> yeah, like, oh, right. yeah. um, So, you know, I think, you, you know, you look at a film like Creed, I expected Creed to be awful. Yeah. And I think it's pretty much widely accepted that that was a great return to form. form. Yeah. And if you really analyse it, it is just Rocky... All over again, like yeah. right, with a different character. Yeah, but it works, and um, I think sometimes when there's when there's something, when there's a tried and tested format that works, but more importantly, that people love elements within that format. If you can honestly tell uh, some kind of a new story around yeah. that, then why the hell not?
2: Yeah, but you know what I mean as well. Because obviously, I know why I did it, but it, it feels like. It's not just coincidence. There must have been a feeling in the air of people going, "You know what? There's, we should bring these. We should bring these back." You know what I mean? And they're all coming out of the same. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, like and our films have done numbers as well. Just mm. they're not the same budget as Bridget Jones. No, of course. <laughs> <You know? laughs> with,
4: I, with, with our movie, it, the decision was made based on sort of general feedback. Because you know, we 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 put put these characters together for comic relief and um we just waited for the the video to go online and yeah. see what, what the happened? feedback was like and it was crazy i mean we thought it might be good we felt what we did was funny but um it was way better than we yeah. imagined and we sort of based our initial decisions of you know self confidence on that on on that um the bigger question of whether we're running out of ideas or not who knows i think I always think it's sort of like peaks and troughs, mm. you know, with, with, with movies. You, there's always a period where everything's based on a book as well, you know, yeah. everything's <laughs> Everything, on novel, yeah. like, where are the original screenplays, yeah, yeah. you know, where who, who are the guys that are just just come up with a great idea, and it is a movie, yeah. because, you know, films of, often get compared yeah. uh, unfavourably to a book, and yeah. understandably so, because you can get more detail and emotion out of a book a every book, time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do think it speaks in troughs because there's always something around the corner that comes up and changes the game Boom. you know cool. and we've done that
1: Well right, guys I want to play I've got a challenge to bring you guys we're going go to go Facebook live in a minute so I'm going to exp- Facebook live I'm going to quickly get the game ready yeah. Um, we've had a lot of emails coming in, being like, "Oh my gosh, uh, Noel and Doc together! This is my, this has been my dream. Oh yeah, I've um, seen it. it's amazing. Uh, from, can you guys Martha. work together? <laughs> um, amazing." Martha in
2: so, Labrador Grove, yeah, Martha. We're just is- going to take a second. What kind of dream, Martha? What kind of dream? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Mm, I bet
1: you want to know. Right, we'll be right back, and we're going to play Cards Against Humanity with Noel Clark and Doc Brown.
0: Fubar Radio presents.
1: When
3: we waffle with Terry Minor, Cat Fox, and Laurie Peters.
5: Wagwan, you bad stuff Let me tell you a little ticker bokeh, sir I'm a bad man Listen to Foobar Radio At 12 o'clock on Thursdays For when we waffle with Laurie Peters Cat Fox and Terry Minor. It's a great ripping yarn Wagwan! Every Thursday
3: When we waffle with Terry Minor, Cat Fox and Laurie Peters From
0: 12pm on Foobar Radio
1: okay we're back we're gonna play <laughs> i was just trying to explain the rules and i thought I might as well explain the rules to everyone who's listening this oh, yeah, is good, it's good it's cards against humanity um it's one of the best like pub games or anything for a night out it's kind of it's a game of wit i'm just gonna test your wit and see how funny you are because you guys right. both both write comedy so let's see who's funniest <laughs> i don't write comedy <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: you that's not how to describe no but yeah <laughs> i don't write
1: comedy okay so uh, it's white cards and black cards um, I'm going to go first round. So normally, you person who plays the black cards, it's the first person who pooped that day. Um, the last person who's pooped that day. So... Uh, but we're going to forget that and I'm going to just it's, it's the actual rules of the game I don't play the
4: right. shit you know and no right. what, what, <laughs> what am I supposed so to do so the point
1: is for, exa- for example um, I will read a black card which mm. is normally a statement and on the white cards you have got funny answers Okay. Yeah. so I'm going to read out a statement we'll do a mock one which is in the new Disney Channel original movie Hannah Montana struggles with Blank for the first time, and you guys have got to look through your cards, find the what you think is the funniest right, filler. I see, okay. <laughs> so you I hand can look it to me. Yeah, I all read right. it out, and then whoever I think wins the funniest oh, well, answer. I can look at, I
2: can look at these. Oh, I didn't realise I could
4: look. Yeah, at all you, of can them. Look, you can okay, look. Okay, great.
1: Okay, so for the first round, that was. Um, we'll, we'll put that one down. I'll pull out okay, another black card. I've laid out
4: mine. I've got ten here. Yeah, I'm okay. Laying, I'm laying them
2: out
1: now. Okay. So in. This is the first one. Ready? Yes. yes. So instead of coal. Santa now gives the bad children blank. What?
2: Who's going first?
1: Uh, Just submit, submit, submit to me.
2: I'd go for
4: uh, horse meat.
1: Okay, well, you can hand it to me.
4: Oh, I give it to you, do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: And then then hand me yours. (laughs) And then I will go, I'll go, instead of coal, Santa now gives the bad children horse meat. Or instead of coal, Santa now gives the children a middle-aged man on roller skates.
4: That's <laughs> easily. That okay, way.
1: <laughs> no, you win that first round.
2: Oh, I, thought, I thought I might so, with that one.
1: Okay, so what, what? Um, the second one, what what's there a ton of in heaven? I'm gonna give you some more white cards so that okay, you can. Okay, thank you. You can be creative there. Okay, no, we've got Noel's in there, so I'm not gonna look at what it is. I'm gonna re- wait till I read it out to give you guys fair. Doc, what's your...
2: I'm liking this game. To go for that it's one. so
1: funny. Okay, so what's there a tonne of in heaven? Authentic Mexican cuisine. <laughs> what's That's there hard to a- come by. <laughs> what's there a tonne of in heaven? An erection that lasts for longer than four hours. That's <laughs> even harder to come by. Um, I think the erection is going to win that I round. Think so gonna, think I you, think you've I got, got a round. you got a round each. Well done, well okay, done. Okay, awesome. Okay, so the next round. What helps Obama unwind? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to go for that one. Okay, got docs. Yeah, I'm not looking what it is. This is kind
2: of more political than it is funny. but Okay.
1: <laughs> what helps Obama unwind? Sexy pillow fights. <laughs> mm. Okay, okay. Um, what helps Obama unwind? not giving a shit about the third world
2: <laughs> <laughs> political see okay
4: no uh, uh,
1: no one wins that one it is with easier low blow. it is easier okay um, what gets better with age hmm. Let's have a look
2: oh man this is disgusting
1: is it? <laughs> I'm laughing already I don't even know what it is okay my
2: one is technically true actually
4: oh
1: okay
2: yeah, mine is like... 100% not true and anyone who agrees with it needs to see a doctor <laughs> what
1: gets better with age child beauty pageants <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> class
4: that's dark though it's dark but class
1: what gets better with age concealing a boner
4: it does
2: yeah because they, they, they're,
1: tru- they're both, yeah. Yeah. They're it's both not true they're both
4: true it's not like the old days where you just you get up halfway through your lesson in class and it's just there
2: bruv I used to be able to hang a wet beach towel on my shit
4: and now now
1: go. it just
2: drops to the ground like.
1: oh, no, I know I feel eighties. it I know I, know the, yeah. I
2: bet
1: you do <laughs> seriously those are the days, <laughs> right? <laughs> Next one, okay. Um, what would Grandma find disturbing yet oddly charming? <laughs> 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 okay, I've got a okay. selection from the dark. So, what would Grandma find disturbing yet oddly charming? No, you got to pick one.
2: Uh, you know, these are all shit yeah. <laughs> that's well, the problem like, got, once you've been you for the first there you few go. rounds there you go. I can
1: give you okay so what would grandma find oh no, no this one this one oh okay you're right you can change it what would grandma find disturbing yet oddly charming goblins goblins <laughs> yeah uh, what would grandma find disturbing yet oddly charming the clitoris
2: yeah I bet <laughs> yeah. grandma's never found that shit. <laughs>
4: depends on when she was born I
2: think.
1: <laughs> do you know what if <laughs> she's born
2: before 97 she yeah,
1: if she's one gone.
4: of those hook grannies from now where she's like 37 <laughs> oh yeah she knows
1: when I first played this game I played it with my younger brother and we all played it and he got that and he went what's the clitoris and <laughs> that's we first and we were like google it mate
2: this is a problem <laughs> this is a problem how old is your brother
1: he was about 17 at the time this is
2: a problem you see you young boys don't know where the, 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 the details the are
4: the goods
1: are mm. yeah you gotta That's research why an that. old
2: man like me can take your girl.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I knew when I was 17. Though. Of course
1: you did. Come on, doctor. I can't say that I
4: knew. I oh, know.
2: Yeah, man, I knew. <laughs> my mum was a nurse. I'd be reading them anatomy books when she was at
4: work. Nice. <laughs> I had a book in my house that was called The Breast, but there was nothing about the clitoris in there. It was very scientific. The,
2: no. It was the just breast. about
4: the breast, and that was. Yeah, I had that a, we was one had one. A, just one
2: breast or? Early <laughs> volumes. <laughs>
4: uh, no, it was. Bob, Bob the it, Breast. It was, was about like, Mr. Men, Bob the like, Breast it was called The Breast. I yeah. guess that gave it sort of gravitas.
2: Now, see my mum as soon as she's, I'm going to work, darling. All right, mum, bam. Anatomy, but right Yeah, no, I was the same with The Breast. <laughs> <laughs> was exactly
4: That's quite same.
1: a shame that all you had was a little scientific. No, I also had the Little Woods catalogue. Oh okay. yes, Fine. I had the next catalogue. Yeah, the, the
4: yeah. underwear section. Boom! Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah.
2: there used to be this girl in there, and she had these pubes, and you could see them through her pants and everything. And I used to go and nuts, man. So, <laughs> such an
4: innocent time when you think about I mean, it. Innocent, you know what I mean? it was so
1: innocent. The littlewoods catalogue. Yeah. Oh mate, we're out of time. Oh, oh sure. man. Uh, I, think, do I think I think ra- you, you won that round. You won that.
4: Early masturbation. Yeah. Doc Brown no clock yes. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks so much for coming on again. Pleasure. Amazing. We're going to go for yeah, our last man. song. I missed
2: you last time. Thank
1: you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go for our last song of the day, which is from the Deadpool soundtrack. Again, there was two that I liked on there. Awesome. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Today, we'll see you next week. What's for the song? It's Calendar Girl. Great. I will save you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: guys. Have a good weekend. King is back. I love